Welcome to the doghouse here on ntnradio.com. We're currently broadcasting secretly from the back part of the hatchback of Ken's Volkswagen R32, riding down the road on his way back from Philadelphia. He doesn't know powered why. By te- powered by his Tesla battery, which is going to run out in about uh, two minutes and 30 seconds. He has no idea we are snuck away in his car. If you hear any random complaining, that is Ken in the background. Oh, all I know is he was complaining for a little bit about getting terrible gas mileage and felt the car was heavy and didn't perform right. Yeah, that's exactly what he sounds like the Swedish chef from the Muppets. So I'm all in on the trunk here. I can't get the mileage I want. You know, I'm going to call Norman Reed to see if he can translate for us. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> oh, nice dagger. Uh, you know, before we get into motocross, which kicked off this weekend, and before we get into MotoGP, which kicked me in the ass this weekend, I want to talk. You a, and me both. I want to talk a little bit about the Petrucci incident at uh, Moto America. There's been some more news since we did the last. Oh, I hadn't the last seen that I hadn't seen uh, anything new. So a bunch of Motor America racers came out and said they didn't think the, they didn't feel that the, um, any of his claims about Motor America not caring about their lives or all this kind of stuff. Motor America released a statement saying that within X amount of seconds that somebody was there and he waved off medical help, which is what I remember them saying on the broadcast was he walked by the corner workers that came to him. Um, you know, and then he, he, now Petrucci is now claiming that he broke his leg and he walked from the turn one woods to the pit uh, okay. road. Well, I can't, which, I'm not going to say anything about that because I d- have known two, two different occasions where guys have mildly broken their legs and, yeah. and walked for miles. Yeah, I, I know. But the way he's complaining, you, you know. You would think it would have been something really big. Well, these are soldiers, and he's you know not. Yeah, I mean he's he's more of a. Not but a they did have broken legs, literally. Yeah. I mean, I legs. walked on a broken ankle for a couple of days, uh, so I mean it, it can happen. I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm just saying he seems a tidbit of a complainer. Um, can can everything be better? Uh, Yeah, you know, it's a racetrack. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, it's a racetrack. Well, and and dangers happen and you can get hurt racing that. And we talk about that too many times that you can get hurt hurt racing. And you can be hurt when the corner worker's standing there. Let me take a slightly different view and see if this pisses anybody off. Okay. Is he complaining like this because he's used to. MotoGP, and this is not MotoGP. We don't, American Motorcycling does not have the funds to have 150 marshals and have an ambulance on, you know, every 300 yards. Is he just being a prima donna because he's not, he is not used to walking from where he crashed the bike? Is he a prima donna because he's, a, you know, is he Italian or Spanish? 
It don't matter. Uh, is he a prima donna? <laughs> is there a difference uh, there? That's how you piss people off. Warren. Is he a prima donna? Is he you just a prima like, donna? Is he a prima donna? No one cares. You say, is there a difference between Italian and a Spanish person? That's how you piss them off. Just well, give that's on Phil. There goes our last Italian and Spanish listeners. They didn't understand All us two anyway. of them. <laughs> they didn't understand us anyways. Here's, they, here's, they understand us enough to send us me- emails that says we yeah. suck. Yeah, I mean, well, that's But then true. they listen to us again next week, too. Yeah, because <laughs> we suck a lot. Uh, but here you go. You, just, you, took th- you took that to a whole different level than what I was taking it to. I know. Right? You're saying, oh. I'm usually, the, used I'm usually to- the guy pulling you back. Yeah, well, you were like, hey, is he used to this better treatment with MotoGP? And obviously, MotoGP has way deeper pockets than Moto America. Way. I mean, it scales of magnitude. But here's the thing is, is that <sighs> Moto America, I mean, <sighs> it's hard to be everywhere on a track. Even the MotoGP races are times we see the guys running and stuff like that, you know. Um, the the well, tracks are just when that happens, built. it's usually Marquez running back to get on another motorcycle to go. No, but you know, you see, you see corner <laughs> workers running and stuff like yeah. that. You know, I mean, you can, you can do the safety guest thing. I was thinking more like this. Is he complaining because he needs to get out of Moto America because he thought he was going to oh, come over here and whoop everybody's ass. I, you stopped uh, me before I got and, to that And point. Jake Gagne, Jake Gagne is like, all right, I spotted you some points. Now I'm going to rail you in and stop a mud hole in you and walk it dry. And Matthew Skultz is, is, is not disappearing. Because I, I was my next statement before you interrupt me and pull me. Well, I like interrupting and what, stealing your thunder. Yeah, That's what was I to be, is he a prima donna in that he is not performing as expected? Kind of like the last guy we had from Europe who didn't perform as Elias won a couple championships and stuff. I mean, I don't want to say he didn't, he didn't do it. Or or are you talking bass? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was going right to Elias here. Here's how important boss was to motor America. I forgot he was there and he's not, he didn't come back. No. Well, he got a world Superbike ride. So uh, I can understand that. (laughs) Um, But here's, he was doing better in Moto America than he's doing in World Superbike right now. Oh, that's true. Here, here's what I'm going to say about all that. I, I don't feel like I kind of think. Did he get his feelings hurt? Because no one rushed over to him. In I the think same, he, ama- oh, oh, in, oh, in the same amount things. of time he would have at GP. Here, here's two things. And you know what? I, I know there are people on his team that listen to this show. I know that for a fact. So I'm going to say this. If I'm wrong, have them call into the show. I, I have no problems talking about him. But here's what I'm going to say. I think it's one of two things, right? Because Petrucci's tough. I mean, he just ran the car rally. He ain't a, he ain't a wussy yeah. running that, right? But here's what I'm going to say. I think he came over here and thought he was going to spank the world, and this is just going to be a, ha, 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 give me, I'm going to go over and whoop Americans' ass, right? I think he got here, and the racing was not what he was expecting. I think it was better than what he was expecting. I also think he came over here. Five. I also think he came over here thinking he was the superstar. I think he started to read his own press releases. All right. Well, I'm not going to say Petrucci is not a star. Petrucci is not Marquez. He's not coming over here to the royal treatment and the royal fan treatment. Right. Petrucci is still one of my favorite racers. 
I, listen, and I'm not I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying no, it's no, different. I, I, I said all that stuff to stir, stir crap up and have somebody call in and call us names. Yeah, but well, I, I'm fine it, with But that. at the same time, he does seem to be coming off as a bit of a prima donna. Oh, there. yeah. No, I mean, that's not the, that's not even deniable. I, I just think I'm just kind of curious if he thought he was going to come over here and be a celebrated star. And maybe he got here and realized the motor... Motor America has been doing a damn good job getting people to watch their races. They've been doing a damn good job of getting people to their races. But our best race doesn't come close to anything MotoGP had. Oh, right. No. I mean, not even close and not even close to some of the other places. I don't even know if we thousand, If we could get 50,000 people to a single race, I would. I don't know what I'd do. I'd faint. Yeah, I'm, you know, so so he might have came over here and realized, man, it's not it's it's not as big of a sport over here. You know, oh, over in Europe, man, those guys are all celebrities over here. Nobody knows you. And, and, and I hate to say that, but nobody knows you. It'd be in like the a grand sumo wrestler coming like a, over here. There's like 150, 200, 150, 200,000 people that will know you. Well, there's but the rest of them. At MotoGP this weekend, I thought. One of the announcers said there was a hundred and twenty-six thousand people in yeah. Italy at the Magello. I mean, that's more than people that follow Josh Heron. He's the biggest name in Motor America, or it's close to it. And that's right? about you know that was what NASCAR was getting in its heyday, and it's not getting that now. Oh yeah, it's not even close to that. Um, but but Motor America is building; it's not there yet. It may never hit there, but it can build. It can build a decent crowd, and it can build a decent following around the country. I think there's some things they could do, and, and man, I, I if it was me, I have some ideas that I would at least try or try to work out. Hey, Moto America, give us a call, pay us a small, and I'm putting put my fingers. I, I just want a percentage cut. A that's small all. bit <laughs> per, of money, and we'll give you some good ideas. Per, per, percentage cut, but anyways, here, instead, here you go. Uh, instead of just taking King of Baggers for free. Yeah, well, yeah. Ah. <laughs> nice dagger. Um, but anyways, here's what I'm going to say is I, I just feel like we've wasted too much time on this. Um, yeah. Petrucci Moving feels right the way along. he feels. I, I think he overreacted. I think he was butthurt about a couple of things. I think he overreacted. Here we go. Uh, let's let's talk motocross because they, they kicked off their season. Well, I don't know if everybody kicked off their season, but Honda kicked off their season. Honda kicked off their season, and everyone else is napping, including me. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, the Fox racetrack seemed to be pretty nice. It was nice last year, but it was a boring 250 race, and it was a boring 450 race, Moto 1 and Moto 2 of each. It was tough. I had a hard hard time. Yeah, it was a hard one. Yeah. Here, you, had, you had the Lord show in the two fifties, yeah, and that was it. And you had and you had the Sexton show with Roxon falling up. I I was happy a little bit because I saw I, when Roxon's transponder fell off. I thought he crashed. I was like, yay! <laughs> and then they were like, no. I was like, maybe it's a mechanical. And you got like, salty the rest. Yeah, of and then the I got really salty. salty. I feel like he should be penalized forty three point forty three spots. For not securing his transponder. <laughs> um, here's what I'm going to say. I, th- I want to say you heard it here first many months ago. Uh, Christian Craig, if I win a 250 Supercross championship, I'm going to retire. It was just a lying piece of crap old guy that I said he was. 
Because there he is out there racing 450. Well, he said he was going to retire Supercross. I don't know if he said motor. No, he said he was going to retire. He didn't put stipulations on it. I don't think I. Yeah, yeah. You know what? He's not going to. He'll be trying to. He'll be running Supercross next year. Maybe. You you know, uh, uh, he's probably going to come back to defend his 250 championship. We'll see. Because that's just because because if you saw the interviews with him, he's like, I just wanted to show these guys I can out here and run and all this stuff. What happened to retiring? Anyways, um, well, he, fin- he did finish third in the 450s twice. And he, and he yeah, and he looked he looked pretty good. I mean, he <laughs> just he looks like it didn't seem like there was in the four. We're going to just talk about the 450s because the 250s were. I mean, there really wasn't anything there. Yeah, there really. McAdoo wasn't. and Swole got hurt on the first moto and. Couldn't race the second. And Cooper, uh, Justin Cooper, and Shimoda, and Faulkner, and Moseman, all these guys we thought could maybe battle the Hunter Lawrence brothers just did not have anything yeah, for them. finished this week. sixth overall, I think. Yeah, they had nothing but, this week. But in the 450s, the, the story, the whole story was uh, Tomac, Dungey, and uh, Caroli. Yeah. And that was Ooh, it. Here, watch. I'm going to help. I'm, I'm going to say this, right? And we say this on the show every now and then. Spinoli. Place America, no place else. Caroli, world motocross champion. I, whoop de do. Seven time. I know he's just over here for S&G. You, you know, and that's, that's well, fine. But he did finish, you know, what? Sixth over. Yeah. Sixth overall. Yeah. He, Tony, he, finished, he, battled, he finished around a guy who's been retired for five years. Who, if that's the way Dungey's going to race, he should have stayed retired. Well, it was the first one. Yeah, but it, come top, on, you're uh, you're Dungey. Top five you finish, a top five finish after not racing for five years is actually, to me, a little bit impressive. I feel like the GOAT could go out there and win. <laughs> there, I said it. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Tomac kind of was not not a factor. Um, some of the guys we expected maybe to be a factor didn't seem to be a factor. Anderson's kind of had momentary look decent, but I don't know. They're probably yeah. lucky for is hurt because he probably would have whooped them. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know who's going to win the championship, although Sexton... Sexton looked good, but Sexton has yet to put two races in a row together. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what he's like next weekend. Well, um, so for me, if I had to pick somebody right now, I'd have to say it'd be a hunter in the 250s and Sexton in the 450s. So because he did, you know, pull out each time. I mean, once he got around the final time, you know, he, he ended up. Yeah, he did. He did stretch seconds. it a little bit. Um, I would say, yeah, I think I think on the long season, although although Jet seemed to be OK on the 250 season last year. I don't know. I would say maybe Jet, Jet or Hunter, but probably Jet. And then if, if you were to say to me who I think in the 450s. I don't think we've seen the best rider in the 450s for winning the championship yet. I'm not. A, well, I'm, I, said I don't we have had to pick right now. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, Roxon will quit in a couple weeks. Um, and if we picked right now, 
I don't I don't see Sexton being able to maintain consistency. So I would say probably El Hombre, and I, I'm saying that biting my tongue. Jason <laughs> Anderson. Where did he finish overall? I don't know. I think it was I don't know where he finished overall. I didn't even pull that up. I'm unprepared for that. Had a rough day. Unprepared for that. Um, but yeah, um I think Supercross, hopefully. Motocross. I mean, motocross. I hope Honda doesn't walk away with it in both 250 and 450s. That's usually not good for the sport when one manufacturer dominates like that. Well, and I mean, Honda literally, hasn't been, Honda hasn't been leading it anything for a while now. But literally, really first year in a while. Literally, one, two, and all four races were Hondas this time. Yeah, yeah, and that's not good. Um, we'll see if they can keep that up. I don't think I they can. It. I mean, Roxon's what two rounds, three rounds from Quaid. Sexton's a couple <laughs> rounds from inconsistency. And who knows about the I, I wouldn't mind. I don't care. I don't think it bothers me as much in the 250s class. Uh you know, but I will say this, man, there's there's beginning to be a bunch of people in 450s that I don't want to win championships. <laughs> <laughs> You're eliminating everybody just because you don't like them. Yeah, I, I pretty much do. That's what I do. I'm I'm good at that. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, well, yeah, then, uh, with that, another I'm, year or two, unless we get some new folks that really step it up, you're not going to have anyone in the racing world. That uh, you well, like. Speaking of that, in the 250s, there was that kid that moved up from amateur that didn't do too bad, at least in the beginning of the race. He was mm-hmm. out there. He needs to work on his conditioning. I mean, uh, you know, yeah, it's a little late, late now. Yeah, but. Well, let's move on. I mean, there were both the races, kinda. both both motos and both classes. Just were not all that entertaining. Yeah, they just were not. They were kind of. They were not what we were hoping to see. I'll just put it that way. Uh, let's get into. Let's get into the Moto Two, right? Moto GP was at Mugello. They retired Rossi's number. Uh, they didn't retire the yellow smoke. Um, <laughs> but here we go. Let's go one. I want to talk Moto2, right? And um, I'm going to say something, and I don't know if I said it on the air or just to you and Ken. So here's what I'm going to say. If I said it on the air, I think I was wrong about Joe Roberts, right? I kind of, when he won the race, it was rain. A bunch of people fell in front of him. And I thought, hey, that's great in American 1. And I was happy in American 1. And, you know, I mean, the biggest part about winning a race is finishing it. And if you finish the race and everybody crashes out in front of you, that means the were riding, right? You're the winner, right? I don't, I don't take that away, but I didn't look at that as a, I didn't, you know, sometimes you win a race like that and, and it goes one of two ways. One, it's the fluke and you're like, who, all right, well, you know, I, I got my one moto two win and that was a fluke or the other is, wow, Hey, I can race with these guys. And I have, to, I have a taste of that. And maybe it brings in a little more sponsorship money or may, maybe it puts a little, What's a little uh, foot in the ass of the crew workers and stuff. He tasted victory and he wants more of it. Yeah, and, and Joe Roberts has capitalized on that. I mean, just one hell of a ride. Hell of a ride this weekend. Uh, I think he started like 14th or some, something like that. I don't remember. 9th, 14th. He was back there. right? I, I'd have to look back at the things, but he was back there. He definitely was not in the top five. And raced his way all the way up to second. And, I mean, he earned that. That was not given to him. He earned that. Uh, and then the other guy was Cam Bubia, who I think qualified 
18th or 19th, and he raced his way all the way up to 7th, and he raced his way there. I mean, those guys earned that. And the two Americans, I, I don't think we gave enough credit to. I mean, obviously, well, we don't, Cam Booby until is a Cameron rider. can figure out how to qualify in Moto2, this is where he's going to be. He has yeah. he is not qualifying well. And I don't know why, you know, I'm not there to watch everything. I just see where he see where he qualifies and it's low every week and then he yeah. races into a top 10. <laughs> if he could qualify in the top 5, he might be running for a win. Yeah, there were t- there were times where he was running fast paces. Um so so anyways, I feel like I have I don't want to say poo-pooed. We haven't really talked as much about the Americans. We've kind of like understudied Wait, them. Joe Roberts. We have talked well, about Joe Roberts. Well, we talked a little bit about Cam Boubier too. Yeah. Um, but here, here's what I'm going to say. I mean, SDK, Sean Dillon Kelly still struggling. Uh, I'm not sure what that's about. They might need to have a, well, he did know. finish the race. Yeah. And I was happy for that too. Right. Like I was actually happy for all three Americans. Joe Roberts worked his tail off to get there to second. Cam Boubier worked his butt off to get the seventh and, SDK probably worked his butt off to finish the race and he's had a lot of DNFs and I'm just glad that he, that he got it finished. The big moment in the race for me, and I know that you're going to say, well, just, that's just the way it is. Is when the two Ducatis ran into each, well, one ran into two Lowe's. I can't even remember which one that was, which one ran into Lowe's. It was his teammate, right? Yeah, uh, Lozis though. I think he's on a. Uh, yeah, he's on the he's on the Kalex, so he's on a Mark VDS, right? Uh, so the yeah, the two Mark VDS guys hit, and that's kind of. I mean, you pretty much uh, Abelino, the guy Keno's picks. Yeah, he hit him. He hit Lowe's and knocked him down, and then (laughs) Lowe's was he got up and he was. You could tell he was hot because he he got, he got put out of the race. He didn't crash it himself this time. Yeah, here here's what I'm gonna say, and I know I'm gonna take some heat about this. Arbolino is a young guy on his way up. Lowe's is an older guy who's probably at the at the peak of his career right now, and I don't mean peak like his peak racing skills. I mean like I don't see Lowe's ever getting offered a GP ride. Right. And I, I don't, uh, to me, Sam Lowe's should go join his brother Alex in World Superbike. Um, I know the money's way better in Moto 2, but this is the end of his good rides. I think so. And, and he just throws away too much stuff. He's too expensive. And, and but that, that crash wasn't his fault. But that no, was the highlight. It wasn't. As far as what's going on, that was a, uh, him and Kinnett crashing okay. out which was but, my pick those are the two big moments in the race in my opinion because acosta and Kinnett were the only two that were really challenging for the win and once Kinnett fell out you know joe, joe was Roberts not going was, was not going back. to catch acosta he here's what i'm gonna say about and we're gonna say about Lowe's before we get off that topic it's not a hundred percent abolino's fault because Lowe's shouldn't be getting passed by him <laughs> right like like you you know like if you're if you're slow and you're on the same team and you're supposed to be the elder statesman and you're supposed to be this great talent 
If you're getting passed by some kid that's new, you know, some young guys coming up and passing you, it ain't 100% his fault you're old and slow. Um, I mean, (laughs) even when they put his name up on the screen, they just put slow, right? I mean, like, you know, it'll be like J. Robert, J. Rob, and all these things. And for Sam Lowe's, they just put slow. I mean, even the TV knows it. (laughs) We can't argue with that. But until, but until Kinnett crashed out, the the race for the front I thought was entertaining, and then that's what it needs to yeah, be. Yeah, it, it was it was it was it was a decent race until he, until he crashed and then, out. And then Vietta, the points leader with the the, the Vietta, the points leader with the mechanical. I mean that the nice thing is is that's tightened up the points race now. Mm-hmm. I, I got to pull that up. Uh, Vietta now. Oh, it's a tie. Agora and Vietta are now tied because of uh, because of Vietta's DNF. Uh, so. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of nice to see it tied up. And Joe Roberts is sitting there in a solid fourth. Um, you, you know, he he's sitting there in a solid fourth, uh, about twenty-two points behind the leaders. So less than a race, which is I'm happy about. Uh, I think the biggest disappointment in the season so far, his name is Fernandez, and his first name's Augusto, and he went to the championship-winning bike. And he is looking like poo-poo. Well, the only time I picked him, he actually did well. That's the and only the, time he did well, though. So, yeah. And the time I picked Kinnett, who should have been doing well, he didn't. Yeah. I scored uh, a big 0.0 this weekend in the pool. Oh, yeah. I, I doubled up. No. It, well, yeah. Well, you and I will talk after the <laughs> actually, oh, actually. Let's you, go ahead you, and get to the 450s because I got I was going to say because you got a minus pool. five. Uh, because you changed your pick, <laughs> but anyways. Well, no, I think I thought we were allowed to change picks if somebody injured or or. Left uh, the I have race. to read the rules. I don't think uh, I, I no, think I'm we talked sure about that. And I don't think I put them in the rules. Uh, uh, so we I talked about you. it. Is that if 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 uh, if for some for some but the reason guy you, you picked actually it. raced. So well, I don't. Know. That's uh, the part I have. You need a problem to you with. need to go to war with Scotland. It has nothing to do with me. Don't hate the messenger. Mr. Um, Scotland, thank you very much for making me change my pick I, from Mark Warren, Marquez. I, I mean, all right. I'm just, I'm just salty right now. Be salty. I'm, embrace it. We got a few minutes left. Let's talk a little bit about the MotoGP race. <sighs> um, yeah. Mark Marquez finished 10th, and my pick crashed out. Yeah, that's all well, we need that's, to know. That's, that's all Warren wants to talk about. He's got a little bitterness. Uh, Bastianini looked pretty. Uh, here's here's what I saw. Marini Bastianini and Bezzecki, crashed out. Yeah, Bastianini cracked out, but Marini had. I, I want to say that's probably his career best sixth place. Bezzecki so. looked good at times. Those guys looked really strong. And they looked pretty good. Uh, so that's a that's a good thing for those guys. I and think what the is, hell is a pretty you doing on the podium again? <laughs> yeah, you you talk about <laughs> things I never thought I'd see in a lifetime. That's two Aprilia. Uh, Two Aprilia podiums in the same season, uh, or just two Aprilia podiums. Um, and of course, if you're Maverick Mignelis, you got to be like, why do I get the slow bike on every team? He gets the Sam Lowe's bike on every team. Uh, but I thought it was a great weekend for Marini and Bezecchi. They raced up front for a long time. <laughs> I mean, they, they were pretty, they're pretty stout into it. Um, not your normal group of guys up front, Bagnaya. Cordero's been pretty steady, but Aspargaro, mm-hmm. Zarco finished a race. Bezecchi, Marini, B- 
Bender, Nakagami. Well, Zarko looked pretty good too in, in finishing. Yeah. I mean, guys, guys who we've been seeing a lot of this year, Martin, Jorge Martin, um, you know, and then you had the the both Suzuki's wrecked, and then Paul Spargo and uh, Bashanini. Um, well, Renz was making some serious moves. I thought he was. Yeah, he just he would have finished holding probably it. eighth, seventh, or eighth, maybe. Had he not crashed out, thank yep. you very much, Mr. Scotland. You're always fast before you crash. That's just a law of nature, right? I think that's in Racing 101. You learned that? Yeah, You're always fastest before you crash. Quartararo is putting together one of those, one of those, uh, oh, that was a little loud. It's putting together one of those seasons where it just looks like he could, he can just slip into the championship like Mir did a couple years ago. Yep. Um, I think Ducati's biggest problems right now is too many of the Ducatis are too evenly matched and they're going to hurt each other in points in the points race. Um, the Constructors' Cup, they'll probably do well. But uh, <laughs> as far as racing head to head guys, they're probably going to cause more damage to themselves than they than they care to. Um, and I can't even remember now. I was going to say, hey, this is where racing is next week. And now I got to pull it off the top of my head. Uh, Hangtown is going to be uh, this week. It's going to be Hangtown motocross. for motocross. And it's going to be uh, Road America for uh, Road America for um, Moto, Moto America. America and Catalonia for MotoGP. So we got a full plate of racing again this weekend. That was nice to see. Uh, Road America, Motor America, if you go be there, that's going to be a King of the Baggers race. Warren will have to go next year. Uh, and then Catalonia, uh, and when they start racing baggers there, Warren, I will buy a tickets and we'll go to Catalonia for the bagger, King of Baggers race. Hey, if MotoGP was smart, they would already had it been there. Uh, they don't make Harleys in Europe or something like that. Anyways, uh, <laughs> this has been the Doghouse here on ntnradio.com. Uh, Ken's going to get about ready to get out of the car and go to the bathroom for his 58th pit stop. I'm going to turn around Now i got to go back to the fair Shut up, pee, bladder, and drive. Uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.